we ready? You're listening to Hollywood on Motorcycle Madhouse on iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. And how you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. I'm James Hollywood Machikari. You guys know that already, don't you? Today, we got a special treat, I believe. You know, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for it. But we're going to be discussing a lot that's going out in Australia. But before we do... Make sure you guys go over and subscribe to all our platforms here on YouTube, MotorcycleMadhouse.com, and the whole nine yards. The radio show is doing awesome as it has always been. We are number one ranking on a lot, and we are also proud to say that we're on Google News, so go check us out on Google News for all your daily biker news. Today, we're going to be talking about or going into the question are the hell's angels a motorcycle gang in australia now yeah you that question's always asked here in the united states and i'm sure it's always asked over in europe anywhere actually that's the way the media is but we need to take a deeper dive into this subject because australia is a whole different animal whole different animal than it is in the u.s or europe let's say uh it's a lot more gangster in australia i have to admit because you gotta call it the way it is off of the actions that you see going on and maybe our listeners over in Australia can give us a little bit uh, knowledge on this subject. From my understanding, a lot of what goes on in Australia is akin to the outfit, the mob here in the United States. It's pretty hardcore over there. And it, the, the clubs even run the prison system. And that not so much here in the united states it's a lot different in the united states when it comes to the prison system but we're going to take a look at a story that just came out in australia and then we're going to come back and have a discussion but this is in the news today Okay, this is coming out of DailyMail.com. We get a lot of wires from them that come over to HarleyLiberty.com, especially when it has to do with Australia. And the reason why I'm using this story to start the argument out is there looks like there's a racket behind bars, one that's usually done different here in the United States. Basically, they call it rent. Yeah, in the United States, you go in, you're paying rent to somebody. Anyway, they got the exclusive on uh, terrified prisoner families are being forced by feared outlaw bikey gang Hells Angels to pay $190 a week in organized protection racket to keep their loved ones safe behind bars. Again, here in the United States, it's no different. You're paying uh, rent or you're paying protection money. Because in the United States, there's no neutrality, nothing at all. It goes by race, and you're a part of something, or you're going to pay for it. Members of the feared outlaw motorcycle gang Hells Angels are terrorizing family members of prisoners caged in some of Australia's toughest prisons. 
Daily Mail Australia has been told Hells Angels operating throughout Victoria are demanding as much as 190 a week from terrified loved ones of men being held behind bars with incarcerated members of the gang. Those approached are under no illusion as to what the consequences of not paying might be. And then it gives pictures of, uh, you know, Hell's Angels and stuff. If you're over on MotorcycleMadhouse.com, go over to YouTube, you can see it. With inmates only able to access small amounts of money and privileges on the inside, the move by the bikey gang is seen as a low effort even as far as outlaw biker gangs are concerned. It is understood that those have been approached by bikies have been reluctant to contact authorities due to obvious fears of reprisals against those trapped with their buddies behind bars. Both members of Victoria's Police Echo Task Force, well, it's not Strike Force, it's Echo that's uh, handling this one, with deals exclusively with Middle Eastern crime gangs and outlaw motorcycle clubs. And Correction Victoria told Daily Mail Australia they were unaware of the alleged protection racket. Well-placed sources have assured Daily Mail Australia the issue is well and truly alive. It remains unclear exactly which uh, prisons are holding the bikey associates and their target. So it goes on and on and on about it. Uh, that think right there, Brett Reeker, he was uh, killed in prison. Uh, don't ask about the tattoos and stuff. I guess that's something that has to do with over in Australia. But it really goes on to uh, talk about uh, the Mongols, uh, the Finks, the Angels, the whole nine yards. Now, the reason why this subject came up is because I've been challenged by a couple listeners to, how can I say it, uh, dispel the myth of motorcycle gang compared to motorcycle club. And the honesty is I actually did an article over on uh, HarleyLiberty.com about this, how what is the line that's crossed before you're considered a gang instead of a club? And the reason why I chose, again, that article is not only because of the prison system, but in Australia, again, it's a whole different culture than it is here in the United States or in Europe. Yeah, there's some uh, club members here in the States that get into that type of stuff. They get into the dealing, they get into the guns, they get into the rackets. But it's more prevalent in Australia and especially Canada. If you, you know, our Canadian people can tell you what's up up there, I'm sure you're going to see it in the comment section of the shows. You know, again, on MotorcycleMadhouse.com and uh, YouTube, there is different content on our uh, radio show over there than there is on YouTube because of, of the restrictions that apply over here on YouTube. Anyway, uh, in Canada, 81 controls the country. It's the biggest up there. They handle a lot of what's going on. And then you got, uh, you, you know, you got some other clubs up there, but not as prevalent as the Angels. If you remember the Quebec Wars that involved the rock machine, 
and Rock Machine really wasn't an MC per se because you didn't need bikes in the Rock Machine. It had to deal deal with uh, a bunch of organizations that were in the underworld that came together to fight the Angels. So, do I think, because, you know, everybody knows I'm honest, straightforward about this kind of stuff, and I know I, I piss off a lot of club members with it, but being real and not one of them guys that just because I support motorcycle clubs and support motorcycle club rights, does that mean I approve or I'm stupid enough to sit there and pull peckers and trying to cover with propaganda? That's just not me. If you want that, there's a lot more sites and a lot more people that are, you know, are talking about this stuff that you can go visit. But at least here, you're going to get the real story. At least you're going to get both sides presented. You know, yeah, I'm always going to have an opinion. And my opinion are just like assholes, man. Everybody has one. But at least I can be truthful about my opinion because I got a wide range of listeners, a wide range of followers. And it's only fair to look at the issues that concern them, too. It really does. And that's one thing that hasn't been served in, I guess you can say this sector of the business i'll just say that but do i believe that the angels in canada and australia and maybe some here in the states cross that line over being a club into being a gang i do because when you're out there doing gang stuff uh, now i'm really talking about australia and uh canada right now when you get into that kind of racket, what? how could you expect anybody to think you're a club? How do you expect people to really believe the toy runs, the charities, or anything that you're trying to do good for the community is nothing more than a cover? Let's be honest, if you're doing what you're doing in Australia, not only in the prison stuff, but I watch it real close, and in Canada too, especially. Canada and Australia, I guess you can put on the same level because it's nothing but organized crime. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, none of that crap. It's organized crime. And for those that want to jump on the bandwagon because I'm going to get that, well, they're clubs, they're MC, they're not gangs. Well, maybe it's time to smarten up a little bit and get off that wagon and look at what's actually going on and have some intelligence. When you're involved in the rackets, you're a gang. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You're a gang. How are you going to try to push off that you're a motorcycle club when you're out there doing dumb shit. How are you going to do it? With the straight face, I might add. Now, in the United States, it's really not organized like it is in Australia and Canada when it comes to rackets. Like I said, there's a lot of guys in motorcycle clubs that don't get into that stuff. It's usually stragglers. Because, quite frankly... The leaders of most of these clubs don't want to be Rico'd here in the United States. Rico, man, 
that's some hardcore stuff. That's used against our syndicate here or mafia if you're not uh, aware of the syndicate or the outfit like we call them here in Chicago. I, you know, I think the leaders here in the state understand that this is 2020 now. This ain't 40 years ago when it was righteous to do that kind of stuff or make a little money on the side or have some parties. A lot of these guys under the guise of freaking uh, wearing a patch really take advantage of the club. The club is taking advantage because you got some guys going out there doing this, and I bet the club ain't even getting their cut, which is sad because most of these people do it under the table. Now, do you got chapters that are involved in this kind of stuff? Yes, you do. You know, there's been stories and stories in the, you know, the last year that we covered where whole chapters were involved. And then, just because it's in the United States, are they not considered a gang for doing that? Yes. And that's where you got to start saying to yourself, and especially the members, you want to fight for all these, you know, against the government taking your rights. And everybody knows I'm not a government guy and I hate Leos. Well, you know, hate's a big word. But I dis despise them. I find them to be busybodies and have a god complex. So you don't watch my previous videos. You'll hear all about my views uh, about that. We actually got a story coming up on uh, the radio in a couple days where Chicago's trying to really screw around with bikers, and that's going to be over on that uh, platform. But anyway... You have to look at it logically. If you're doing that kind of stuff, don't you think you're going to be bringing attention to what's going on and how that's going to affect what you're fighting for? More importantly, what independents and all those in the scene think about backing you? You don't think, a lot of clubs don't think about that. They just figure, well, we're clubs and, you know, we have a right and what affects us is going to affect everybody else. People don't think that way anymore. Sorry to burst everybody's bubble, but it don't work that way anymore. People are different now than they used to be. I remember when I came up, all I wanted to do was be a part of a club, a brotherhood, the whole nine yards. People don't think that way anymore. I'm going to repeat that over and over again. If you don't know the environment you're in, something's wrong. That's, uh, that's obvious down in Texas. That's obvious with the laws that they passed after Waco, it, it's a whole new ball game. And with a whole new ball game, you gotta restructure your strategy. And I think it comes down to the leaders of the motorcycle clubs to try to steer their membership in a whole different direction. I always said, you know, especially learning what I did when I was younger, that you to make more money legally then you can illegally because when you get busted, you got your lawyer fees, you got your time, and then you got to say to yourself, was it worth it in the first place to doing this stuff? 
when you could have gone out there, done it legally, and made your money. There's a lot of different uh, things you can do as a biker than anybody could do. I know some pretty rich bikers, man. And they did it the right way. They weren't looking over the shoulder because once you get into the underworld and organized crime, man, you don't only have to worry about bikers. You got to worry about some hardcore gangsters out there. Ones that don't care about life whatsoever. All they worry about is the cold cash. So, biker, you know, those some of those individuals, like in Australia, they're doing it right now. They're dealing with Asian uh, gangs. They're dealing with uh, gangs within Australia, Canada. You know, I've I did a story with the Hells Angels and a Canadian, uh, you know, crime family up there. Yeah, it, the line where... You know, most motorcycle clubs started out as wanting to get on their bikes, enjoy each other, go partying. But then at some point it turned to making money. And one of the things I just don't get is why the hell get into the illegal stuff? Come on, man. You got all kinds of stuff. You got, of course, they run the tattoo shops, bike shops. Uh, you can do welding. You can do anything you want legally without having to worry about cops up your butt. Now, cops are going to be there because of the reputations of a few that tainted the organization. So, again, let me know what you think over in Australia, Canada about that. But I would have to say, and again, people are going to get pissed off. Those ain't motorcycle clubs over there, you know. Talking to the independents now, yeah, those ain't motorcycle clubs, and I hate to say the word, they're motorcycle gangs. Because when you're out there flipping stuff like that, man, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can't hide it. You can't dress it up. You know, you can't put makeup on a pig, man. It's still a pig. You know, that's just being real. And if the clubs, especially over in Australia, man... Their laws got their laws are strict, and I fear that that's going to be someday here in uh, the United States. It already uh, seems to be happening in Texas, where that guy got pulled over. He had a CCW. Uh, he had a, that's a concealed carry uh, weapon. He had the whole nine yards, legal eagle, and they still got him, and they're still prosecuting the case. And there's a lot of funny business going on in the case down there. So you have to fear if some of them laws are taking their freaking uh, signals from Australia and Canada. And in order to fight that, you got to change the perception. You got to get out there. And actually, it sucks, but you might want to talk to the media a little bit. I've said that all the time. At least get your side of the story out. Yeah, they might edit it or whatever. Uh, or you might be able to get uh, an on-camera or, uh, you know, a phone and you record it yourself. Get it out. You know, that's the way to combat that kind of stuff. But until the citizens start seeing the change, they're always going to have it in their mind what the papers say and all that. You're, how can I say this? Your best friend is going to be the citizens. And the clubs, they think, well, screw citizens, we live outside of the norm, blah, blah, blah. That 
philosophy can only work for so many. Citizens ain't stupid, man. They don't want violence. They don't want this and that. Of course they listen to Leo. Of course they listen to media because they're sheep. What can I tell you? Just look at what's going on in this 2020 stuff. They're sheep. You know, when you look at stuff on face value and you actually study it and you actually use common sense, you can see and read between the lines what's going on. So I guess that has to be my final answer. When you do gangster stuff, you're a gangster. When you're doing that kind of stuff, yeah, you're a gang. What can I say? What, you're going to go out there and say the SCR or the freaking... GDs, vice lords, well, they're a gang. They're doing this and this and this. But when you have a club doing the same thing, they're a club. Come on, man. And I know I'm, again, I know I'll piss off a lot of club members, but it is what it is that's being real. When you see that kind of stuff, you got to tell me, what is it? Anyway, Green Bay Packers, man. Hopefully, by the time you see this, we be in the Super Bowl, man. You know, Gotta love the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go, man. I know I got a lot of fans out there that are Packer fans. I just don't like San Francisco. I don't think I like anything about San Francisco, man. It's a third world country down there with all the homelessness. So don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. Listen to us on the radio where you won't hear a lot of stuff here on the YouTube platform, but you'll hear it over there. Take us on a ride with you. And, uh... Enjoy the show. Also, HarleyLiberty.com and BikerLifestyleMagazine.com. That's where you're going to get a lot of motorcycles over there. A lot of tech tips and some op-eds we'll throw in there the whole nine yards. But with that, I'll talk to you guys later, man. You guys are awesome. Really appreciate you guys joining the show. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming up in the 2020 but uh, until then, I'll see you on the next segment of Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. Mm-hmm.